Welcome to the American Hard Enduro Podcast. As Drew Kirby here with American Hard Enduro. We're doing a post-race podcast on the way back from the Sear Riders COVID Crusher 2.0. I'm in the Sprinter van with Will Preston. How are you, Will? What's up, Drew? Oh, so Will's driving me home. He unfortunately did not race today. He has some injured ribs from a horrible, or a, a slight crash four weeks ago. How are you feeling, Will? I feel good. I can breathe normally right now. So that's a positive. So where do you want to start? Well, I mean, we drove down early this morning. It's yep. about a three, four-hour drive from Knoxville. Drove through the freezing fog. Oh, to Holly Tree. I mean, it rained all night last night, all morning. Get down there, find a relatively non-soupy parking place. Get you get signed up. I get my. I, I ran your assignment. Yeah, I ran scoring at check one. So it was it was kind of actually cool because I got to see a lot of people that that I know, a lot of names that I got to put with faces, yada yada yada. But um, well, I honestly did not think the conditions could get any worse than they were last year. What was it worse? Um I think only because I knew what to expect. The 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 part that was worse was they took us way up on top of the mountain this year and it was foggy as could be, no problem. They had a lot of fresh single track which I really enjoyed, but the fog was freezing and creating like ice on things. Well, and I I talked to Derek Bratcher this morning when we were headed up to the check where, where I was working and he said that property was about 800 acres okay that property is freaking gnarly there oh. is so much just well, awesome terrain in in retrospect it's it's in the same range as the trial train where'd you hear that before I've heard I think Will told me this but let's not give him any credit uh, I mean, it's in the same range so it has a lot of the same rock features and hills but more clay They've got way more acreage because the Trials Training Center is what? 250 acres. Yeah. For the TKO, they get more and it's anywhere from what? The Keener property. Yeah, 600 acres maybe? Yeah. So, so I raced the course. We raced last year for the first time, both Will and I, and then I raced again this year. I was really pleasantly surprised with how they mixed up the trail. Like normally you do a loop on some on a on a course. And they use the same course over and over and just add some stuff. Well, they rerouted, I would say, 50% of the course we ran frontwards. The other 50% we ran backwards. And there'd be times I'm like, wait, I know where we are, but we're going up or down. So I think like, I thought they did a really good job of mixing up how they laid the trail out. And that's Derek Bratcher and Hunter and Gary Barr. Yeah, I, I think they did a – well, throughout the day, you know, I, I got a lot of feedback um, – more so late in the race than early in the race because early in the race people are gung-ho to keep moving and then late yeah. in the race you know they're, they're like oh i'm toast let's i want to uh, sit here and talk yeah. to you guys for a minute and i didn't hear any complaints um yeah. i heard a lot of oh my god this is the hardest race i've ever done <laughs> i heard a lot of um you know this is not easy this is this is if if it were dry this would be the most fun thing i've ever done I don't, I don't think I heard anybody say this is the most fun thing I've ever done because, let's face it, it was brutal out there today. Yeah. All the rocks are limestone, which are those smooth rocks. Then you throw a little bit of mud up on them, and, like, the first lap traction was decent. The second lap, it was 
it was brutal. And there was times in the creek beds when you would get great traction. Then there were times when you would have, I literally had to look back to see if my rear wheel was spinning because <laughs> I thought I was in neutral. I'm like, what is going on? You, you, you think your like rim lock has come undone I, and your, your wheel's just turning was, inside the tire? Yeah, and I mean, it was, it was just constant, like just try to keep a little bit of momentum. And a lot of times, and, and one thing the Sear Riders do, and I thought they did a much better job, like Hunter talked about, the splits this year, um, they had checks before all the splits, or, or workers before the splits. Basically so you, at the split. Yeah, were, were, at, there, were there only two splits? Um, there had yes. to be more than that, right? You were There was three splits. Okay, there was so one early. The, there was one early. That was at the bottom of Nico's Hill, Nico's or Creek. Nico's Creek, and that was the finish line. Okay. And then your check was check one. Um, and then Copperhead Creek, when you crossed to the other side of the property, was check, th- check two slash um, the finish line was check three. So they, they did a good job of making sure everyone stopped. They got your number, made sure you're in the right class, and got you in the right direction. So it was, it was good. So hopefully moving forward, it'll continue to work that smoothly if they have enough help to man the checks. Yeah, and, and what they've done this year is if if you're injured or if you just want to work a race instead of race it, they're they're gonna average out the points for the whole the of, of the races you do race, yep. and you get that many points for the race you work. So, I mean, hopefully every every round they'll have enough volunteers. Like at, at the check I worked today, we had four or five guys, and well, that's key. Well, and it's a good opportunity for you who are injured and you're like borderline going to race. Right. But you're like, okay, you know what? I'll help out, get your average points for the year. So it. Well, and hopefully it'll give me a lot more time between now and round two. Yeah, and I can actually heal up and not freaking tear these ribs out of my chest again. Well, and we've got a month and a half until round two, which is at a brand new venue. Um, it's called the Bootlegger down at the Cove at TTC. Coppinger or, Cove. Outside of the TTC. Keener property. Uh, I'm, I'm hearing good things about it. It sounds like it's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So, back to this race. I guess let's go results first. Well, I, why don't we go lap by lap? Okay. Um, oh, how the how the race progressed. Well, let's talk about the start. Holy cow. How many racers did you hear we had, Will? I like Gary Barr said he thought they had upwards of 190. I, yep. I also heard 175. So I mean, they had 175 signed up on Friday. Yeah. So and then I guess some more guys showed up this morning. Yep. Well, I don't. That didn't include me because he, <clears throat> excuse me, he added us later. Or added I, me later. I don't know if that whole number showed up because when you have a mm. an extreme rain, yeah, hard enduro event, a lot of times you're going to have some people not show. Um, I know that I think over 120 is is what people that made it to a check. I'm sure there's a lot of people that didn't make okay. it to the first check. Well, so the whole reason I brought this up, so it was a typical, or not a typical, it was a hair scramble start. So there was um, the gold, gold row, gold line. Oh, I heard that. Gold, silver, and bronze. And I got there a little late. I was trying to get to the gold line, and I could not get through all of the bronze and iron riders. I actually had to go around and come at it from the front. So a great turnout. And then the the gold line was from Banner to the Hill and Nick Farringer, in true Nick Farringer fashion, shows up late to the line, nowhere to line up. And he was in the woods facing downhill. 
and it, it it was it affected his start, no doubt. But well, hey, you know what? You should get there sooner. I talked to Nick, and um, oh, we've got an interview that we're going to throw in there. Yeah, right at, here after the race. Yeah, um, he was like, "Man, I um, I realized like three minutes before the start that I had forgotten to check my sag. So he had he was retrieving his sag tools from around his van, and, and he was like, "Man, I'm sitting there pounding on the shock trying to get the sag correct." He's like, oh, I got, I got two more minutes adjusting the sag. Wait, so One sag's minute. important? I didn't check my sag. A- I guess appara- maybe that's why he's like a real pro. Yeah, apparently it's very important to a guy like Nick. But okay. so then he he said he like lined up like ninety degrees toward. Oh, it was I, you weren't down there, were you? Because you were at <laughs> no, the check. No, I, I was at the check. I was like, if dead center, I was a quarter to the right of dead center, and he was at the very end to the right of us. So who, was, who got the whole shot, do you know? I, I have no idea. All I know is I was next to three Shercos. I'm on the TPI bike, which I've, lo- I've been loving the bike, but the starts aren't the best. And it, let's just say I didn't have a good start. So the three carbureted Shercos to my right got in front of me, and I just got... Instant power. Just completely blasted. I, I was reaching who, who, for a tear Who were on those three Shercos? Uh, you know? Let's see. Immediately to my right was Chase Bishop. Next to him was JoJo Tool. Next to him was Jackson Davis. Okay. And so, and then Ryder LeBlanc was next to me. And I'm like, dude, we got to line up next to like a four stroke because we need all the help we can get. And there was, <laughs> I didn't hear any, I heard one four stroke out there, I think. I, I'm pretty sure there were two four strokes. And the the first four stroke that came through. Oh, there was a Yamaha four stroke. I take that back. I remember passing it. I, I think there was a KTM like 350, like mm. Caleb Russell edition. Ooh, I saw a post about him. Yep. Coming. So, that guy came in and I I'd scanned or I, I put him in the whatever the iPad the tablet. And, it, and he was sitting there for a good you know 10 or 15 seconds and I, I like I, I kind of grabbed him by the shoulder and I was like dude you're winning the four stroke class and he looked at me <laughs> so puzzled like it, it was like oh. I freaking asked him a, to do like matrix algebra or something it was so funny and, and the other guy working the check with me he's like man you just confused him so i'm sorry to that guy but he's still the four stroke class champion today so so if, if you guys haven't met will Preston, he can be sarcastic at times and just laugh and ro- let it roll off but poor guy yeah <laughs> sorry went in the four stroke sorry class. dude <laughs> well what the reason i said that is because okay. one year i was at the trials training center for the TKO, and I finished my, I, I guess it was like the Sunday lap or whatever, and I was on a 150, and when I came in, the um, the guy that scored me, he was like, dude, you won the 150 class, or the under 200 class, and for like a split second, I was all excited. <laughs> and then you realized. And I was like, oh, oh. I'm, I'm the only 150 You know that was the first year we did TKO, you were on the 150? Yep. Oh, man, 2013. Right on. Oh. All, all right. right, back to this. COVID crusher. All right, so where were we? I, I like I've already lost myself. The start, like what was okay, the first so, significant thing that happened after the start? Okay, so we did. It was they set it up a little bit like a GNCC with like chicane left, ninety degree right, then we went up like a, a little five foot incline. The jump. Uh, yeah, it wasn't even a jump. It was just a little incline, and then we did a horseshoe down like a fifteen foot wall into a ravine. Ooh. And I'd walked it, and I was like, all right, worst case. Like, the sooner you turn down, the worse. So I'm like, I'm going to go middle to far outside. And I was lined up to go middle, and I saw someone go down hard. 
and I was like, oh my gosh. So I readjust, readjusted. Adjusted. Adjusted. I'm, I'm Jersey now, apparently. <laughs> I went all the way outside, and I was like, oh my gosh, hope that guy's all right. So I just, I keep going. Um, turns out that was Jordan Ashburn, and I don't know if he hit a rock or if someone took out his rear end, but it, he ended up pulling out at the first uh, like half a lap with an injured back. So well, I hope Jordan's all right. I'm going to check the GoPro, see what happens, but or what happened. He went down hard. Well, he um, he came through the check. He was in fourth place, and I could tell. I, I you know I see him coming down the hill. I'm like, man, that didn't. He doesn't look like he's fired up at all. Yeah, typical Jordan. And then when he he I, I, like I, I put his number in, and then he just cut his bike off, and he he was like standing one foot on the ground and one foot on the pegs, but he wasn't sitting down. And I was like, dude, are you okay? And he was like, no. He's like, I'm hurt. I'm like, well, what's hurt? And he's like, my back. Oh. He's like, I, th- I think I got taken out. He's like, I went down really hard really early. And I was like, dang. And I was like, I happen to have three Advil in my pocket. I was like, do you want him? And he was like, yes. So he took him, and he was like, oh, I just ate a lot of dirt with those Advil. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. And then he, he rolled on, but... Yeah, when we got to what what ended up being the pit, um, it was like halfway through the first lap. He was pulled over talking to his dad and his wife, Mary. He has helmet off, and I, I stopped and talked, and we kind of talked about what happened, and I was like, man, you know, his primary focus is the GNCCs next week um, in Big Buck. So that's that's hopefully, where he makes his money, yeah, so I hopefully get he's it. all right. I, we appreciate him coming out to a series. Like, he was my pick to win, so – yeah, I, I, it was bummed. He, I know he's loving the Huskies, um, but so that kind of that kind of put a little, I guess you know, yeah, damper a, on the, the day early. That's but, really the only bad news from the day that I know of. Yeah, I mean, so we we instead of sending us straight into Nico's Creek, there was about it took us about three minutes with a little bit of hard stuff, and then we got into we got into Nico's Creek, and it was like. They made it twice as long. So lower Nico was what we did last year. Upper Nico was next level. How, like, how was, slick was Nico's Creek? Or did it have good traction? Um, it, it seemed like it was better than last year if you could move a little bit. But I swear the rocks, there'll, there'll be a rock you're on. It's the slickest thing ever. And then just to the right, there's traction. Yeah. So it, it was kind of hit or miss. And like you put your foot down. And yeah, unpredictable is the best word. So, but the second half of Nico's Creek, we got there. I went to go look at it. I ran into Gavin Smith, and he was like, I want to go back to bronze class. Like, I don't want to go up that. <laughs> it is. So he had me freaking out, and I went and looked at it, and I was like, I don't know if we can do it. Like, yeah. it was it was gnarly. So I, I saw it when I was riding up to the first check. Derek yeah. was like, hey, ride the right side of the trail and look down in that hole. And it, it was yeah. visually intimidating. It, it rode better because the really gnarly stuff unit up on some clay. And at that place, you wanted to be on dirt, not on rocks. And so it helped It helped to get around it, but it was still a parking lot um, of us on that first lap. And that's what – so Jordan crashed. He ended up – him and I were in Nico's Creek together back and forth. And I didn't know he was the one who crashed. I just thought he got a bad start. I don't know who – was in the front, which was the whole question that started all this. So it turns out Quinn was in the front. Yeah, when when they came down the to the, so the first, first check, check, Quinn was leading Ryder LeBlanc. Quinn Winslow was leading yeah. Ryder LeBlanc by, you know, they were they were basically tire to tire. That was lap one, right? Yeah, first time then, they came around. What, what was the section I worked called? 
Meltdown Mountain. Meltdown Mountain. So yep. you drop down to the bottom of Meltdown Mountain right <laughs> after our check or my check, and yep. then you come back up. Well, Quinn, like, he looked like a freaking Charles rider, which he is. Yeah, I was going to say, and he's tall. All-star coming up that thing. He just aced it. And he put a good minute or more on rider right there and, and hit the woods looking super fresh. So that was the first the first check. And then yeah. when they – you want to talk about the next lap or you got anything more about um, that? So, well, who else came down? You said Jordan was in fourth, so yeah, Nick was in third. Okay, Nick so was in third. they were running together. And then it was a while before Nick Farringer, the defending series champion, came down. So Nick was in third, and then Jordan – a ways after yeah. Nick, and then after that, I think it was Jeremiah Burkhart. Yeah, he ended up he ended up fourth. Spoiler alert, but yeah. Um, so the only the only comment I have about Will's check is we went down on the left side and then back up on the left side when we did the U turn, and I, Jackson Davis was in front of me. He took kind of a weird line. JoJo was JoJo between Duel. us. JoJo duels between us, and he took. And I'm like, all right, I went to stop. And I accelerated. <laughs> and it was the slickest rocks. Yeah. And I didn't... What was weird is, like, normally you see a rock, you're like, that rock's going to be slick. I did not see any of that. And I... That's I the had, worst when you don't had, see it coming. I had three oh-you-know-what moments going down that. And I actually... That was the only part of the course I dreaded coming back to. Was did, did on that, lap two. Did the downhill... That downhill get slicker throughout the day, or did it kind of stay the same? It got it got written in. It got okay. better, which I was again worried, but I'm like, okay, I think it's gonna get better, so it it got better. So then, lap <laughs> one, I think that was yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and and really, I can only speak for what Air I check. witnessed. Yep. Yeah. So then, it didn't. It you know, a lot of riders were coming through, and then all of a sudden, here comes Quinn again. Yeah. And he uh, had a big lead the second time through your check. Yes, right? he had a. a over two minute lead, and then he he went down meltdown mountain and came back up. It looking just as good as he did the first time, maybe even better. And then here comes Ryder LeBlanc. I was like, oh man, Ryder's hanging in there. This is you know, yep. obviously Quinn's race because he's he's kicking it. And then yep. uh, Ryder came in, a pretty good gap back to Quinn Winslow, or excuse me, back to Nick Farringer. Well, and that's what, so when I saw you at that check, I was like, who's leading? Because I'd ask a couple people, Hunter Williams was doing some video, and I'm like, Hunter, who's winning? And he just, like, wouldn't respond. And I'm like, Hunter, who is winning? And he still wouldn't respond. So I'm like, okay, whatever. He's filming, dude. I guess so, but I guess he's got me screaming at him. So Will was like, Quinn's got a big lead. So then I make it all the way back to the, the gas stop, and Gary Davis luckily gave me some gas. And then Quinn's mom was there. She gave me some pickle juice. Very nice. I'm like, I heard Quinn's doing really well. She goes, oh, he just got passed. And I'm like, I didn't ask who passed him. And then at the end, turns out Ryder was the one who passed him and kind of ran away and hit a little bit. Well, and, and we interview Quinn, which we'll, yep. we, can, we can go ahead and throw on pretty soon. But um, it sounds like his rear brake caliper locked up. Yep. cost him a little bit of time. Yep. But um, so obviously that second lap, Jordan didn't come back through. Nope. I kept waiting. I'm like, man, where is Ashburn? Yeah, he technically didn't make a lap. <clears throat> okay, well. So it was like he made like a half a lap. It was weird the way it was laid out, but he made a half a lap, didn't even make it back to scoring in Nico's. Jeremiah Burkhart came through, and then <coughs> the rider that ended up fifth, yep. you know his name? Um, Let's Gray find out. He was inside. Hold on, I've got it right here on my yeah. phone. You keep well, talking. So the, the rider that Drew is looking up now. That was Chris Gary. 
Chris Gary, we heard he's out of Kentucky. He comes yep. through, and then JoJo Tool was running sixth, and I think Drew Kirby was running seventh. Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about what you did to me. Oh, yeah, this was great. <laughs> so I'm coming down, <laughs> and so they're paying money to fifth place, which I never in a million years thought I would be getting fifth place. And then I'm coming down this hill, and I know JoJo's in front of me. We were going back and forth. And I come down, and Will said, you're in sixth place. And I'm like, and he's like, and JoJo's right there. If you do this like Quinn, it'll take you two minutes. And I gave him this look like, <laughs> that's funny. So, but I had been gaining on JoJo a little bit. So I'm like, all right, my number one goal now. This was top five, baby. I was going top five. And it was, this was the first checkpoint in my second lap. And so I was looking at the clock. I caught JoJo. And I was like, all right, I got to stay in front of him. Because when I caught him was after a checkpoint. And I'm like, I've got 20-something minutes to get to a checkpoint, or he'll beat me based on our last checkpoint. Right. And so... So not only do you have to finish ahead of him on course, but you yep. also have to get there before time expires. Yeah, so it was... We had a good battle. We were, like, both... Like, I took a bad line, crashed in some mud. He caught me. We're both pushing next to each other. Um, he's on a new Sherco, which he was riding really well. That thing um, sounds so good. Yeah, they they, they do. just purr that low RPM sounds good. And so, luckily, I was able to hold him off till what ended up being the conclusion of our second lap. So, but what's the funny oh, part about so, all that? So yeah, sorry, we got sidetracked. <laughs> so I thought I've got top five. I've done it. Jordan was out, so that gave a spot. I rode really well. I felt like, and then Will came back off the mountain. He's like, how'd you finish? I'm like, I caught JoJo. I got fifth. He's like, I think you got six. I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? You told me I was in six and I had to, and long story short, there was someone in the middle. We didn't, or someone in there. It was an honest mistake. Yeah. I, I really thought but you were trying credit, to pass Credit to Will. If he wouldn't have told me I was going for fifth place, I wouldn't have pushed as hard. Right so, on. I, I appreciate it. And it was I had fun. Like, I was able to actually not just trail ride between hard stuff. I was actually able to, to push a little bit and enjoyed it. It was, I think, doing it last year, how miserable it was, gave me, like, a this is what to expect. Uh, the, the hardest part for me was the, the splits. It sent the gold and the silver guys up the hard stuff. The uh, bronze and iron guys went around. So then... You had you to had pass them again. Roughly what? A hundred guys in front of us, maybe seventy. And then, of course, when it's muddy, you know, it gets sloppy, and Ooh, we would get this stuff. And a lot of it was one line, and you get there, and you're just like, "Hey, can you guys mind?" We're, you know, so it was. It all. Everyone. I had no one that I didn't have anyone that was kind of a pain to get around. Everyone was nice. Um, it was all in all, it was a great start to the season, in my opinion. So, Ryder LeBlanc ends up winning. Um, I guess they I guess they made three complete laps. Yeah, they made three complete laps. And <laughs> so Will interviews Quinn. We get done interviewing Quinn, and I'm standing next to him. And Quinn looks at me. He's like, hey, man, where were you? I didn't see you out there. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, because you didn't lap me for one. So I was proud. That was a highlight of my day. Yeah. Drew Kirby so, didn't get lapped. Good yeah, job. Thank, thank goodness. So it, it was not far off. Ryder won. Yep. Uh, Quinn, Quinn got second. Yep. Nick Fanger got third. Yep. Jeremiah, Jeremiah Burkhart. Fourth and Chris Gary, fifth, fifth, and then obviously you got six. I got six. Hang Jojo on. Tool got seventh. Uh, yep. Let's see. Jojo got seventh. Billy Myers out of PA got eighth. Robert Cornwell got ninth. Bobby and 
Jackson Davis ended up 10th overall. Jackson Davis out of Texas on the yeah. Sherco. So, and, it was, and that's Jackson's first race in gold. So, yep. top 10, that's huge. Yep. He raced silver last year. He, he's been coming on. I mean, he's. Oh, yeah. He's um, a big kid. Yeah, no doubt. So, what's next, Will? Well, I guess um, to kind of take a page out of Nick. Next book, uh, I'm gonna just try to make it to Lenore City and, and we, get my we are, truck. We are 21 miles from our exit. Now yeah. we love close races. So yes, this is. What, they were all our three hours away. I can't see it. My GoPro's on the. Dash. It is up to 41 degrees. Oh so man! So when we left, heat wave. when we left the house this morning, it was 37. The closer we got to Holly Tree, the lower it went. It ended up at 33 degrees when we got there, and it did not get any warmer all day. Yeah, and, and where I was working the check, every now and then I I just kind of flick the banner tape just to see, and every single time I did it, ice would come flying off of it. So, so I think the craziest moment of my race, other than getting something in my eye, and thank you, Lynn Schultz, for digging the huge mud chunk out of my eye, <laughs> or I would still be probably there with something in my eye. But you, let, come, you let some man hands just like go in there. He it? he used my glove. Okay. And. He goes, I use the Velcro, and I'm like, oh no God. wonder it hurts so bad. But he goes, it was the fuzzy side. I'm like, oh, okay, oh, okay. that makes it feel yeah. better. But anyway, Not the so, scratchy side? Yeah, so other than getting dirt in my eye and, like, struggling, uh, I was coming, I, I saw Will, and I'm dropping off. And like I said, the section where Will was, we went down the creek, U-turn, right back up the Jeep trail next to it. And uh, I'm going down, and I thought it was raining. And then all of a sudden, the raindrops got you, bigger. Yeah, you said it was hailing. I thought it was hailing. And I'm like, wh- I literally stopped, and I looked, and there's a guy trying to get up the hill to my right, and he is roosting us, like, 100 feet away, and they're just <laughs> dropping slow bombs down. So that was my what's-going-on moment, other than crashing a few times. But, yeah, and one of my favorite things about what, doing what I did today was – everybody coming up and being like hey will you know i guess from the podcast i did the other day with hunter every or a lot of people knew that i would be working that check and and everybody was super psyched they're like oh it's american hard enduro guy will what's up well and and we had some guys got a couple shirts and i was like hey where y'all from they're from michigan two dudes from michigan it's two degrees right now where they live first hard enduro Oh, they came down here, and I'm like, "That's you a think? He hell was, of a first hard." He's like, "Man, my shoulders are." I was like, "You're gonna." I, I'm proud of you. Thank you guys for coming. So well, I think it's growing. I mean, obviously the numbers are up. Um, there were three guys today that were in silver class. Okay. They they come to me and they're like, um, "I I chose the wrong class." <laughs> Did they really? Like, I'm drop, <laughs> They're like, "I'm dropping down to bronze. You don't have to score me, but I'm not going down there." <laughs> they were like, well, this is way harder than I expected. So when we got back to Nico's Creek, which was the first split, there was, I would say, 30 Silver Riders still there. And that was when I got there. So, Oof. I mean, they they were, it was, it got worse. And it was just, I, I could imagine it being intimidating. Like, visually, that place is very visually intimidating. Yeah, it really is. I mean, without a doubt. Like, rocks are big, big ledges, and it, it is it's so kind, It's kind of like the hot lap at TKO. Yep. It's just like, man, that looks really gnarly. Imagine a rock explosion. Yeah. You know, and it's just, and then you put your foot down, you fall over. For sure. You get up, put your other foot down, you fall over that way. So, but, 
What's next for you, Drew Kirby? Oh, what is next for me? I guess it's the bootlegger on March 27th outside of TTC in Sequatchie, Tennessee. And when then, is when is the next AMA West race or the uh, first West race? I should know this. April? No, March 10th. Page, Arizona? Does that sound right? Yeah. Okay. So and what I is know, that called? Uh, that is the Grindstone. Grindstone. Yes, they've been they've been the uh, AMA. Uh, Extreme Off Road has been doing a lot of Instagram stuff, so you guys need to check it out. Um, they they were actually there on site this week doing a bunch of videos with Ryan Wells. Uh, uh, with no one, Ryan Wells. It was James Flint. I, I uh, get those two guys confused. Sorry, I would, guys. I would love to go ride out there. Some of those rocks. Did you see how much traction there were? Was it, it, it was not COVID Crusher. That's no, for sure. COVID Crusher was the complete opposite. Um, and we didn't even talk about it. so last time we were at COVID Crusher. It was so wet, just like this. There were so many people stuck. And the highlight of it was Chance Baker's big toy hauler. <laughs> yeah. I say toy hauler. Getting pulled out by this dude in his big Dodge Dooley and just absolutely roosted. Yeah, that was awesome. His toy hauler. So No, no Chance was, Baker today. No Chance Baker, no Seaman Edmondson. We did see the tractor pulling some people out. But other than that, it was cold, wet, and slick. Another cool thing, got a good look at the new Quinn Wenzel ride, the yes, Riehu. 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 It's it a Spanish well. word, yeah. Yep. Well done. Yep. No, but that bike, man, it sounded crisp. He looked comfortable. I mean, I, I never saw him, so I'm going to take, uh, take your word for it. <laughs> no, I guarantee you that is going to sell some motorcycles having him aboard that thing. Well, good. Well, and it's, as we've talked about before, the more manufacturers in the, in the sport, the better. Yeah, you know, and, we need to give KTM Husky Gas Gas a run. Well, and, and if you can introduce a motorcycle that's not freaking eleven thousand dollars out the door, yeah, I'm all for it. I don't, do you know how much they are? Because I have no idea. I don't. Maybe okay. maybe they're ten thousand five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was carbureted. It was had a. I think I saw a Magura clutch on it. Hydraulic clutch. KYB forks. KYB forks shock. and shock. So it looked. I mean, it's the old Gas Gas. No, I thought it looked good. Yeah, it did look good. His graphics and everything looked good on it. So uh, we'll see. Hopefully they're going to have more. I think they have a container. should be on shore end of the month, middle of the month to let end of the month. Now we just need to see a Jota Gas. Oh, well, there's one. We just need more. Uh, all right, guys. Well, hey, thanks for listening. We're going to put these interviews at the end, maybe? Yeah, we'll throw them up now. So in order, we'll go first place, Ryder LeBlanc. Second place, Quinn Winsel. Third place, Nick Faringer. And um, I've got uh, a little bit of GoPro footage that we'll, we'll try to throw in there with Drew's GoPro footage, and hopefully you guys like it. All right, hey, thanks for listening. See you on the trail. See you. What's up, guys? I'm here with the winner of the COVID Crusher 2, Ryder LeBlanc. Congratulations, man. Thank you. So, you and Quinn were battling, it looked like kind of all day. Um, I think you got him maybe on lap three. Is that right? Yeah, we went back and forth the first two laps, and then I think it was probably halfway through the second lap, something like that. Halfway through the second lap, we he had a little problem on one of the crick beds, and I got around him and just kept it up front. So, what do you think of this course and the weather today? Oh, it was awesome. It was good weather, nice and cold. It was <laughs> raining a little bit throughout the day. Track was super slick. It was beautiful out. 
So okay, I'm I'm, I'm smelling what you're cooking. You, you like the gnarly conditions? You like the mud? Um, I guess is this like PA? Yeah, it's a little more slick. Our dirt when it gets wet, it's actually pretty good compared to here because down here it's a little more clay. But overall, I like the mud. Okay, the the Husky 300, the DRT race team Husky. I mean, it, it was singing up there. Any anybody you want to thank? Yeah, the, the whole Delulu racing team, the whole Delulu family, Chuck, Shelley, Daniel, Rochelle, um, all washed up auto spa. That's what pays for the team. And then just all our other sponsors that go along with it, SRT. Um, have to give you a list of them because I can't really think of them offhand. But no problem. All of them. Cool. So are you <laughs> planning on doing all these sea races? Yeah, we plan to. I think maybe one or two of them overlap with the AMA series. So might have to miss those. But other than that, we plan to do all of them. Sick. All right. Well, again, con- congratulations. We're psyched for you. It's great to see Thanks. young talent on the box, especially yeah, the top yeah. of the box. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Yeah, see you guys too. Awesome. What's up, guys? We're here with Quinn Wenzel, uh, second place today at the COVID Crusher Part 2. Uh, any initial impressions on this race, Quinn? Yeah, I mean, I walked the track yesterday, and I was pretty stoked to see that first gnarly creek out there really long. Um, so I knew it was going to be right up my alley. And, uh, yeah, I got off to a pretty solid start and was leading the whole – pretty much the whole first lap but rider was right on me and uh we were pretty much way ahead of everybody else i didn't see anybody else and um yeah i just kind of battled with him and uh had a couple problems my rear rear caliper got clogged with mud and uh seized my brakes for about three minutes on the a little bit past the halfway mark and he kind of pulled a pulled a gap on me and i don't know i wasn't able to catch back up i was pretty pretty excited to get back to the long hard i think it was nico's creek they're calling it and uh i was disappointed to see the ribbon was down and everybody was going around the sides of it so that was uh i wasn't pumped on that but you know it it happened so um but yeah all in all it was good i finished a pretty strong second sweet so this is your first race on the riehu is that right that's correct riehu yes riehu um the bike looks sick i mean you came up the i was at the top of the uh the first check i, I think it's uh cluster or something yeah. or <clears throat> yeah yeah the hangover hill whatever it was and um i mean I, th- I think it was the second lap i timed you from the time you dropped down that to the time you were back at the top and it was like a minute 50 which uh-huh. it was taking the average rider half an hour <laughs> but uh the you, you look good on the motorcycle so congratulations there um anything you want to talk about with this new motorcycle yeah, I mean, uh, I didn't have too much time coming into this, so I was I was a little nervous about how comfortable I'd be, but, I mean, I took right to it, and the um, thing feels awesome. I was on stock suspension today, so, you know, that just goes to show how good it is right out of the box, and, uh, yeah, the bike was awesome. I, I beat the crap out of it all day long, and it didn't skip a beat, so I'm um, looking forward to you know all the other hard enduros on this thing and looking forward to getting it up there on the box and getting it some exposure yeah so for those of y'all that aren't looking at it like we are right now uh kyb shock i guess kyb forks um black plastics it little red accent it looks really good so um i guess what's next for quinn Winsel? um next i will be i think they canceled the groundhog right so yeah 
that was going to be next, but now I'll probably be heading out west, uh, probably spend some time riding with Max and maybe some Arizona guys and do that first uh, Page Arizona round for the, the West Series. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Well, excellent. You've, you've set yourself up well for the Sears Series, so um, it's a good start, and, um, you know, good luck this year. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Oh, and, and before I forget, anybody you want to thank? Yeah, just the the new Riehu team. Uh, and, you know, Mark Mark reached out to me, and um, so I really want to thank him and uh, FXR. Definitely, Air shipped me some gear last minute. We were having a wardrobe malfunction. The European gear wasn't quite fitting me right, if you can imagine. So, big thanks to them and uh, everybody else uh, that's on board. You know, um, S3 Spectro, uh, Bulletproof Designs. Um, funnel web filters garnet boots uh and my mom my dad and my girlfriend and my trainer joel i was feeling really good out there today fitness wise so thanks to them heck yeah awesome we'll see you at the next one what's up y'all i'm here with nick Faringer, the uh third place finisher at the covid crusher 2.0 in holly tree alabama any initial impressions nick uh boy uh I mean, it was uh, it was a fun race. They added some trail. They expanded on some of the technical stuff we had last year. And, of course, things always change from the racing and the weather and, and stuff. But uh, uh, ultimately, I, I kind of came in, I don't want to say underprepared, just under-practiced. We've been under snow in Ohio. And generally in these early races, that's kind of how it goes. But before the sport had, uh, you know, it, it's evolving rapidly. The, the, the You know, the young town, the, the fast guys are – working harder at it as, as this thing builds and uh i wasn't fortunate to get the seat time like some of those other guys were and they man they came out swinging and i felt pretty under under ready to go send it so i spent the first couple hours out there kind of just getting my feet wet literally within the first three minutes i was under the water in the first creek section i <laughs> hit some round rocks and just the bike came out from underneath me and i faced into that water and just whoa man was not ready for that so i had wet gloves wet goggles wet everything i just kind of banged up and fell kind of fell back in the uh group so it was kind of just arm pump just chugging along trying to figure out how to ride for a while because like i said up in ohio under the snow haven't been riding i I think um i was at the top of the first check and um i think it was your second lap you were passing some guys coming down to that like off trail just gnarly sending it and then after you went past the check like i didn't see it but everybody was talking about it they, they were like oh my god nick just sent it off like a cliff you know what i'm talking about oh uh, yeah up a cliff or up a ledge so, yeah no, I, I started picking it up like i mean i knew i was riding like a pansy on the way to i don't know what people that are pansies do but it's just like man like i am not racing i was out by myself just fiddle fudging around and so anyway yeah i I found you know some traction some confidence off on the edges and bombed down the kind of through the brush on that downhill and then uh first lap down those rocks where you saw me after that check i went over the bars just not having a great day and i I couldn't even figure out how to go downhill but uh uh yeah what what you're talking about on that uphill let's uh, elevate here i uh i was trying to get out of the the one line mud clay rut so i was like well let's try to run these rocks and found like a like a dirt bank and ramped up that and cleared a big rock ledge and 
tried to just see how long I could ride a wheelie up to the rocks and, and you know, I, I got it progressed me up the hill a little bit but ultimately I ended up fading off to the clay ruts and kind of just all we had awesome well anybody you'd like to thank um, making this all happen for you um, yeah I want to I thank the Factory One Sherco team for keeping me on their equipment this year and a lot of good team sponsors um, Ken Tire, FMF Exhaust F, uh, FXR Gear um, I don't know you caught me off guard with that but uh, uh, really just you know the Sear guys for, for getting it going uh, let's thank the Davises for bringing me a motorcycle up from Texas that's pretty great they just that's let awesome. me use their shower I can clean the grid out of my crack I gotta drive an hour north to go find some brake pads because the uh, Sprinter's got a seized up brake caliper I was barely made it here last night it's just kind of been a chaotic weekend but all, all in all eventful is better than uneventful and it's been fun what's next for nick Ferringer? uh doing a brake job in the auto parts store parking lot this afternoon i like it <laughs> right on well congratulations and we will see you on the next one yes sir the next one is the next one that's where i'll be awesome <laughs> on the on